Hello everyone, welcome back to another exciting episode of Escaping Carcosa Online, the Pathfinder Edition. Today we are diving into the lovely town of Carcosa, but before we do so, let us introduce everyone. My name is Lucas, I will be your GM for the evening, my pronouns are he, him. Marquise. Hi everybody, my name is uh, Marquise, I'm known as Body Time Online, he, him. And I am playing the Magus Akihiko, 18 years old, he, him, and yeah. Aubrey. Hello, I am Aubrey. You can usually find me online at Mad Queen Cosplay, and I play Nisla, our Dwelf Gunstigator. We both use she, her pronouns. Cassie. Hi, everybody. I'm Cassie, uh, she, her. Online, you can find me as Awesome Hylian. I am playing a Talarian bird folk named Morrigan, Mori for short, in our perilous, uh, lethal online world. Shenye. Hello, I am Shen. You can find me in Discord as Shen Yai, and in Summoner Loon. So, let's do some improv questions to warm up, get into character, see what memories I can pull from <laughs> all of you. <laughs> We're going to start with you, Loon. So, Loon. Do you have any relatives that you're close to outside of your uh, your parents? I'm adopted. Yeah, but I mean, I imagine, you know, they might have siblings or whatever, and so you have cousins, all that. Oh, they didn't befriend Loon. <laughs> Were you shunned because you were adopted? Uh, it's because I forgot that they exist. A lot more of Loon is making sense. Ryan, mm -hmm. what's one of the things you really appreciate about Fable? One of the things I appreciate about Fable is kind of like Fable like always seems to know what's best, like what's best, what's right to do. Like I guess like her their moral compass kind of thing, you know. Mm. All right, Vanessa, your cushy lifestyle. What is a moment of entitlement that Vanessa? absolutely regrets one of those things like when you're going to bed your brain's like hey remember this thing you did five years ago that's a good question i feel like i can think of a scenario off the top of my head but <laughs> like the specifics sure just the scenario is fine i think that you'll feel that way about some sort of instance in her childhood where she saw something that she wanted and perhaps it was like a limited availability thing or um, it was something that another child had and her insistence on having it deprived that child of also having it. Mm. And upon receiving it, did not value it. So, like, a toy that was not available mm -hmm. and just almost immediately went into the like random box of, of no longer used items yeah capitalism alright Derek now we've talked about <laughs> your distant mother and father well let's talk about just Derek tell me about Derek's time being uh, like, uh, released from the hospital the last time that Derek was released. 
So that probably would have been when he was 16. Mm -hmm. This was before Roger was really in the picture and may have been like the, the catalyst for hiring him for Victoria. But he... <laughs> the best way to describe it is just like uh, social wa wasting away because mm -hmm. he, he just didn't have much of a reason to want to be up in the morning. And so that kind of just made him not want to, uh, right. which can just ultimately make other physical illnesses uh, more exacerbated. Mm. While he was in there, he happened to talk to somebody who kind of made him think that they would be friends after they, you know, both were discharged. Um, and it gave him a reason to, like, want to be, want to be alive, so to speak. Mm. However, that did not happen. He never heard from that person again. And that's when Roger kind of came into his life. And for better or worse, Roger became his friend, even if he's not willing, even if Derek is not willing to admit that to himself, that this person right. who basically interacts with him every day is actually well and truly his friend, someone who cares about him outside of just money. Right. All these poor characters. <laughs> We're all so damaged. Mm -hmm. I mean, Ryan's coming from a pretty, pretty nice and <laughs> loving environment, and now he's just surrounded by death. Yeah. Everyone else. Just... I mean, Ryan made the mistake of being a film major, but you know. <laughs> Fair, that is. You really fucked up. <laughs> that was a decision. That was. <laughs> we all made choices, but that was a choice. It was yeah. a choice. <laughs> Previously on Carcosa Online, our party had found a dog and decided to adopt this dog after speaking to it a little bit. They traveled onwards and crossed a few difficult terrain places, but they made it towards the cave they were looking for. As they went into the cave, they found there was a number of spider eggs on the wall, as well as a magical talking door. And the only way to get the door to open is if somebody opens up to them. So Akihiko admitted that their nurse, Roger, is attractive and that they have feelings for him, but it's messy. The party catches up and Dan Dan Noodles licks the door and tickles it open and the party keeps on going. They all see all sorts of slimes and spider eggs and large worms and eventually find a wall of eggs and move it off to the side to walk through. They enter a cavern and find Captain of the Guard, Kirk, who is covered in moving boils and is horrified. He asks for help, and the party is grossed out while the dog was barking. Kirk says that the spiders are talking to him and want the players to join the hive. The players say, fuck that. Then all the boils on Kirk's body explode and the spiders pour out from all over. The party fights and dispatches the spiders and gets some fun loot. And they get a brand new sword and give it to the dog. Afterwards, they take the lovely chompers from the dead guard and decide they gotta get back to town. So they use a delivery whale to scoop up that door that they named Sakamoto that they're going to be using for their house and go find Loon. Loon, you were 
drinking with everyone else. You were partying, you were doing shots, body shots, everything. Like, you were going a little wild. And you were having a great time. But at one point in the night, you see a number of those uh, skelly boys, the reverse skeletons. And they were, like, calling you over to the back door of the inn. And you're pretty drunk, so you figured it's probably fine. And you, you know, you waltz on, leaning a little too far back as you're walking, and you you go over there, and it's wordless when they're talking to you. It's, it's There's grunts, there's like, you know, like sort of like motions of what they want you to do, but they're they're all smiling gleefully as they're they're leading you. They're just they're just nodding. Is there anything that Loon would have done that night as they were leaving with these people? And the first thing you said they started grunting, so Loon would just grunt back, like mm, or something. <laughs> and then mm. after that, he'd probably just be mm, maybe they need help or something. So he's just gonna start going with them. So you're traveling through Carcosa at night, and it's a lively time because everyone is still celebrating at this point. They're celebrating the defeat of the sub-boss. So everybody is out, they're drinking, there's you know some lights put up as people are celebrating outside, a few bonfires, that kind of thing. And you follow these skelly boys. At one point, like you're you're drinking from your drink and you you fall back and you feel yourself land in grass. This cool grass, a bit of dew is already stuck to it, and your eyes are just so heavy. And you pass out. But when you wake up, you're not lying in grass. You don't hear the outside sounds you're accustomed to. You hear the wind howling through a cave. You feel a drop of water splash on your forehead as you sit up. This whole cave is open wide. There are these stalactites that are reaching from the ceiling, reaching downward. You are looking and you see there are so many of these skelly boys in here. And they are dancing. And it's a strange dance, like... They're not accustomed to their limbs. They're not accustomed to their forms. They're really just throwing themselves around as they're all just dancing. And raised up on this other layer of stone, you see there is this this wire frame. It's stretched out into an oval. But inside the wire frame, there's something stretched. It's skin. The skin of people see it stitched together they're coming up and they're they're bowing to this thing you watch as they they cut their hands they bleed on it the blood's just soaked into this thing you wake up you feel two arms come underneath your arms and they they lift you up they're smiling and nodding at you pointing towards this thing as others dance around you oh Please tell me I'm on drugs. What is this? Oh. They try to gently lead you. Do you go along? Do I have a choice? <laughs> yeah, you can try to fight it for sure. Oh, I'd rather just not fight because I already have experience with loon fighting. <laughs> so you're you're slowly being led there. You're giving a little bit of resistance because you're freaked out. I mean, as anyone would be. There are 
many of them, probably at least 50, as they're in this cavern just dancing and chanting. And they're, they're bringing you up to this stretched, stitched together skin in this oval wire frame. Pieces of wire are stretched out and hooked into the skin, stretching it taut. As uh, the, the two that were carrying you or like walking with you, they slash open their hands and they bleed on it. And they hold a knife out to you. Oh, um, do I stab you or myself? Uh... They point at your hand, smiling. I summon Loon 2.0. And then I just give him the knife. Loon 2.0 appears. Yeah, and I'll just be like, you, can you do this for me? And then <laughs> Loon, lo- Loon 2.0 just looks at me like, am I here for this? Is this what I live for? <laughs> and then you just cut himself and bleed. Your Loon 2.0 cut their hand, and you see a similar cut appear on your hand as your summon is bleeding onto the skin and it's lighting up. Oh, we both feel the same. Shit. Everything starts getting fuzzy, except for this wire oval. You feel yourself getting closer, but you're not moving. And the oval is getting closer and closer to you. You can hear the sounds of a distant scream, but it sounds like it's coming through a really faulty speaker. It's staticky as a face starts pushing out of the skin, this humanoid face, but the jaw is too long. There are too many teeth as it's pushing forward more and more through this membrane, closer and closer to your face. Your eyes are wide as you hear another scream, realizing it's your own. And then, just as the face is almost at yours, you hear the beep of hospital equipment, and you lose consciousness. When you wake up a second time, it is later in the afternoon, you're in town, you're on the cool grass, you're by yourself, Your hair's a mess. There's dirt on you. You're looking around a little bewildered. And you spot your companions coming up the stairs from the dungeon. And now you're back with everyone. Ah, those mushrooms didn't end well. What? The mushrooms. (laughs) I, of course, you would take strange substances and just walk into the ether and then show up here. Yes. It's what I do best. Have you, I don't know, considered changing? My clothes? Just all of, just big hand. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How to train your dragon style, all of this. Oh, but I survive with this. I mean, you have a pretty nasty looking cut on your hand. Yeah, what happened, buddy? Oh, Loon 2.0 stabbed himself, and I didn't expect it to hurt me, too. You do I remember mean, almost dying. Yeah. Oh, that's when true. Loon 2.0 got stabbed. I kind of forgot about that part. He feels what I feel. I feel what he feels. I certainly didn't forget about it. Yeah, none of us <laughs> could really forget yeah. about the whole huge hole in your chest. Oh, 
The dog looks at each of you and then barks. And Loon, you look down and realize there's a dog with them wearing armor with a sword on its back. Yes, dead noodles. Oh, is this my new replacement? And the dog's name above it. It's a <laughs> dead noodles. This is a dog. The dog would like to travel with us, apparently. I think that its owners are dead. And he's a good boy. So. Yes, very good boy. I just feel like my rank went down when I saw the dog. Damn. It well, might have. <laughs> I can't really help you with your self-esteem issues, but... Oh, uh, and then tap Miss Le- Can you please get the door? Yes. So we will... Mm. The, the whale will come out and eat yeah. the door. <laughs> yes. Well, I, well, sorry. I'm going to go up to the door first and be like... Yes. Yes. Let's let's make sure the door is cool with this. Oh, oh, sorry. You're you're back in Carcosa, so we're we're we'll assume that okay, the whale great. has already eaten yes. the door. Great. Swallowed the, the door. The whale has swallowed the door. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. Yeah, so, are you in need of any healing? Are you dying? Um, poisoned. I could be susceptible of, to any magics. Maybe. All right. Maybe you should go check out this, the, the church of the, the Smiling Sun. Go talk to Bernard. Say hi for us. Try and get all of this fixed. Maybe maybe God is what you need. I'll try my best and find God. And then Loon just kneels down and shakes the dog's hand and leaves. And the dog does 100% shake your hand. Yep. Just like shake I... a paw. <laughs> as it, it nods to you like Godspeed. That's <laughs> you. <laughs> you start marching your way towards the church. That's Dan Dan. He's seen things. Yeah. I do not believe in religion, but I hope that a god will f- somehow fix that. As long as he's not hurt anymore. Then just Loon just looks at his wound. <laughs> or just running away after doing drugs. So while you're all standing there, and Loon, you begin to walk away, appearing in front of all of you, just this, this silver uh, wording. Just says, new guild formed. The silver shield. And then underneath it says, like, guild owner, Sapphire Moon. Yeah. Good for her. You see other people who are walking down the street go like, whoa! <laughs> Suddenly this pops in front of their face. Wasn't a guild expensive? A guild was very expensive. Aren't we poor? Hundred gold to set it up. Oh, a hundred gold. Okay. A guild house is five thousand. That's what's. A residential mm-hmm. home is just three. Oh. But this is just a guild owner. Yeah, it's just establishing the guild itself. Great. Well, I guess the empress has made her mark upon the land. Yep. Indeed. What would each of you like to do? Loon, I know you want to go to the Church of the Shining God. Go find God. Yeah, go find Gad. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like we need to turn in our quest. Yes. You do know the mayor is at the guild hall. Yep. To the guild hall. To the guild hall. I don't want to see the mayor again, but we have to know what is going on with these teeth. I can go by myself if you wish. The mayor and I have a connection and just shivers. I am also morbidly curious as to what's going to happen, so I, I, I need to figure out what I need to see what's Yeah. It, it's not a desire, it's it's a need to yeah, understand. Haslow's hierarchy of needs, you just like mm-hmm. these teeth are up mm-hmm. there, aren't they? Yep. Alright, well, 
to the mayor. All right. Do, 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 do. So you three are marching off, and Shen, you are heading off towards the Church of the Shining God. So the three of you, it doesn't take long. The dungeon entrance is very close to the guild hall. You walk through the small park and find the large pond that the guild hall sits on and just walk over the bridge right into this circular building. As you come into here, there's a lot less people in here now compared to before, where there used to be, you know, it was absolutely packed because everyone was trying to figure out what the hell was going on. And now you see a lot less people. There's some people over like the, the bank area. There's some people over like talking to the like the information desk. You see Dave the Dwarf is still there. You do see ST3v3 is just kind of dancing. And beside ST3v3, you do see a leaderboard. It's been set up. It looks brand new. We can take a moment to just to look at this leaderboard. <laughs> mm. Yeah, uh, he's just glued, looking at numbers, trying to find his name and who might be above him. Yes, mm -hmm. same. All right, so you all are walking over. You see ST3v3 is just doing a little dance, doing like a, a little moonwalk. They're cheating because they have like little wheels in their feet so they can like, you know, go backwards very easily. And they turn towards all of you. Hey, how's it going? Hi. Hello, Steven. I see you're on the leaderboard. Are we? Where? Where's my name? Yeah. Where are we? Let's see here. I always love these things. We got a new one installed because some people decided to kill a very important creature out there in the woods. Let's see. Here your names are. And then pointing at the list, it says level one sub boss and then players to defeat it first. And it has all of your names there. So you're, you're looking, you see the names of everybody who, who contributed to that fight. And then looking at the other area, it says top five players. And this is where Akihiko's eyes just dart to immediately. So going from the bottom to the top, it has Garot, the Halfling Rogue, level three, Cakeblade, Dwarf of Mons Regnum, Bard, level three, the Lily of Death, Orc Fighter, level 3. Houndman, Kobold Barbarian, level 3. And then you see a name at the top, and it keeps flickering and changing, going from like capitals, lowercase, sometimes symbols. But you make out, it says, Greetings. I am Truth, level 99,900. And 99. Akihiko takes in a deep breath through the nose and is trying deeply to find some semblance of centered peace that he can grasp onto before he blows up at this leaderboard as he turns wheels on ST3v3 and says, Who the hell are any of those other people who did not help us during the, the sub-boss fight? Oh, those people? They're all real cool. They're nice. I didn't... What the hell's that top one? Huh. Must just be an issue. Let me go ahead and punch it for you. And SC3v3 just starts punching this leaderboard screen just again, and the screen's flickering again and again and again. And then it, it flickers, and you see now Houndman is at the top, and instead at the bottom is a Horde Destroyer. The greetings I Am Truth is gone. The Horde Destroyer is a Troll Ranger, level 3. I... Uh, <clears throat> if 
find peace, buddy. It's okay. You are the tranquil breeze across the savannah. You are the tranquil breeze across the savannah. I am going to personally introduce each and every one of them to my staff up there and just starts cursing in just every language that he knows as he storms away from the leaderboard to go look for the mayor. Bye now. Has it has this leaderboard messed up before any other times today where like weird things show up on it? No, but I haven't really looked at it since everyone fell asleep. Is everybody awake now? I hope so. It's like 12. Get up, lazy bones. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm going to go find the mayor too. Um. Akihiko is truly at the, uh, like, mm. you've never seen him this mad. <laughs> I, guess we, we, I guess we gotta go after the boss boss now. I'm like, how? I mean, you know, despite... I mean, I think they're just grinding. I think that's really well, it. Yeah, but like, where? Because we beat the sub boss and we only got to level two. Uh, so like, is it a fighting pit thing? Like, where are they going? Yeah, there is the fighting pit now on the map. Yeah, so I'm like, where's all this XP coming from? Because if it's enough to get to level three without beating a boss, I want it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Akihiko is just planning, planning every single way that he can wring this game out of every last eighth of an experience point. Yeah, and I feel like Morgan is going to be like naturally competitive but also understands that in this situation, there's either a missing piece of information that's very critical to these levels, or they're cheating. Well, we know that Houndmond, Hound, Houndmin, uh, just kind of ran around the forest and was level two mm. before we were. Mm -hmm. So mm. it could just be that they're, he's hard grinded. He's just like, I don't need to worry about death. Death is for yeah. suckers. It would be interesting if we already had like a group of people that were like, meh, I don't really care about going back. I'm just gonna yeah. hang out and be strong here. I'm also just like, we should figure out, like, in the future, like, when we decide to make a guild, what we should call it. And now I've just been trying to think of names to suggest. I have no idea. I'm terrible at naming anything. Well, it depends. Yeah. Do we want to be heroes or a criminal enterprise? Have we done anything criminal? Not yet. Yeah, but we could. That's true. We there's, could. there's time. There's time. Okay, so Akihiko stormed off, and then Nisla was walking away. Um, Morgan, you said you were going to do something. Yeah, so uh, Morgan is going to be sort of bemused by this... Um, leaderboard and like how these people are so higher leveled uh, we assumed that Houndman was just an anomaly who due to his class and natural skill had surpassed everybody in levels so she's going to kind of turn to SD-E3 Steve mm -hmm. and just ask him like hey how are these people already so higher level? Like, where is this experience coming from? Are they really just grinding? Because it doesn't seem like they have defeated any bosses or sub-bosses. Where are they going? Do you know? Well, I don't think 
think they're sleeping a whole lot. But while they've been out there, they've been out there fighting. And while they've been fighting, they've been questing. So they've been picking up side quests, just like what you did. Okay, so just being really active players. And maybe they just love butchering things. I don't know. Organics are weird. Can't deny that, my friend. Cannot deny that. Uh, and with that, she's just going to follow oh, up to the mayor's office. Alrighty. So the three of you are marching off to the mayor's office. You have an attendant help lead the way. Like, Dave scurries from behind the desk. There's someone who's, like, mid-conversation. They're like, oh, no. This is mayoral and it's, it's important. And they, they rush off to where you are all. Wipe a little bit of sweat off their brow. Okay. I will take you to the mayor. So, uh, how's it going, everyone? Been an interesting day so far. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Bought a bunch of spiders. That didn't yeah. happen to me. So, you know, my, uh, you know, real-life arachnophobia. Yeah, we we watched a man die from giving skin birth to many Ugh. spiders. You didn't really have to re-litigate what happened skin in that cave. Birth. We could have all just, huh. we could have all really just buried that memory. I was trying. I thought my morning was bad. I was talking to one of you travelers in the morning, and they just passed out in my breakfast. I even get a refund. I'm so, so sorry. Thank you. About your breakfast. Thank you. No one said that yet. Thank you. Like Morgan's gonna pantomime holding up a sarcasm sign. <laughs> it, this person, ready? Uh, let's let hey, you know yeah, what that's roll what we're for here for. Our uh, red beard dwarf, eighty-five. He's pulling off Damn. the bald look. Uh, you know he's, he's taking care of himself. Uh, so you know, shiny. It's it's well it's like well maintained so it's not like it's, yeah. you know, it's shiny. Beautiful it's got braid. that sparkle. Then, yeah. and, then, and then does the beard. A- Akiko just like pinches his forehead and the bridge of his nose. He's like, thank God you're pretty. <laughs> that's what everyone <laughs> says. Quincy, <sighs> I think that's how I got this job. Hey, let's go. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Yes. So he knocks on the door. And it just says the mayor on it in this little bronze plaque. And it creaks open. Come in. Have you ever thought about getting WD-40 for your office door? I don't know what that is. Have a good one. I'm sure they sell it at the market. Akihiko just, like, opens (laughs) it very quickly and just stomps inside. Yep, I'll follow. Yes. The room, naturally, is dimly lit. There is this desk that is at the the far end of this room. There's a little bit of dust over everything in here, aside from you could see like obvious footprints around the area. The desk has, uh, it's been wiped off for the most part. There is an old cup that's sitting off to the side of the desk. You could see it's like cracked down it, which says like best mayor. And the mayor is just sitting there staring at you eyes wide smile wide the few teeth they have showing their greasy long gray hair over their shoulders how was your trip Uh, Akihiko's eyes and tail twitch indignantly it just looks at the mayor and says you are a person of privilege and power 
and this is what your office looks like? Get it together, and <laughs> holds up the kimono arm as Gordon pops out with, uh, just hanging onto his fingers and just holding the teeth. I'm not in here much, so I don't do a lot of cleaning. I mean, just get some, like, throw blankets, some throw pillows, open a window. I'm a really hands-on mayor going around helping people. They really love me. Your your very attractive assistant? Dave. Could yes. Dave might be able to you know, help? upkeep. Yeah. Give them a little raise to do some extra work. Make sure to pay them oh, appropriately. Totally. And put you could put him in a maid costume. I'm sure he'd look great in that. Their head quickly snaps towards you and you hear an audible pop and crack. (laughs) A joke. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Morgan's stomach is going to be flip-flopping all over the place. Like, green. Green face uh, at this point. Green feathers. 60% joke. 40% real. Gordon... If you would please throw the nice man the teeth. And Gordon, like, will hop onto uh, Akihiko's shoulder. And as you kind of get a look at him now, he actually has, like, a little cape on. Mm. <laughs> with just, like, a sword and shield on it. And just, like, a little headband with the same little sword and shield on. And he just, like, tosses the teeth at the mayor. They go sailing through the air over and over. You're all watching. You know what's going to happen. You're watching it, and you're like, don't. (laughs) And the mayor's mouth is widening, but it keeps widening. You hear a crack and a crack as their jaw goes down further. And they bunch up and then leap forward like a frog. As they catch the teeth in the air, you hear a like, as they they put them in and they, they roll and stand up. Perfect. Your quest is complete. You've done it. The guards are back. Did we? At what cost? Morgan is going to be throwing up behind something. <laughs> as this is happening. There's a little potted plant. <laughs> yeah. like, like, behind the mayor as he's doing his little whoosh, whoosh, whoosh through the air. You just see Morgan in the background. Rainbow sparkles. <laughs> into a pot of pit. And in front of all of you, like this, this golden writing just says, quest complete. And they, uh, they, you know, they, they have the teeth there and this little thing pops up and it says, congratulations, the guards have been reactivated. And it, it's, good. yeah, it's definitely a happy moment. And then you see another thing, new type of monster unlocked, spider plagued. <laughs> First floor oh. boss unlocked. Oh. Oh. Oh, we'll have to hurry. We don't want those other yeah. those others to get there first. I do wish to say, uh, Mr. Mayor. Yes. Your previous captain was not a bad person. Oh, that's good to hear. I have to speak yeah. to their partner today and let them know they didn't make it. I'm going to tell them in person, though. I wouldn't want them to hear it from just some random worker. Good for you. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, if you were to classify yourself on the species spectrum, what are you? I am the mayor. Yeah, that's a position, not really a scientific classification. I am the mayor. There. They lean a little closer, and you can smell rot from their breath. Akihiko has... is maintaining the the straightest of spines, uh, is not going to be intimidated by this creature in any way, shape, or form, and is just staring it down as it says, well, Mr. Mayor, enjoy the new teeth. Don't you want your reward? Please and thank you. Yes, thank you. Yes. They they reach into one of their pockets and they pull out a set of keys. They jingle. Everyone pitched in and we decided that a house should be vacant. So we ensured it was. Everyone ensured the house was vacant. And they <laughs> hold out the, the keys to you. Uh, Akiko takes the keys, mm. and I'm sorry, but I have to ask. You all didn't eat them, right? Eat people the, from this town. The previous ten. I don't know who's in there. The home is located not far from the marketplace. <laughs> I hope you find it to your liking. If not, we can always give it a fresh coat of paint. Yes. You know, throw pillows, blankets, all that stuff. Makes a house a home. Yes, a home. I must go and see to the guard. Find a new captain. Rip their teeth out. Rip their teeth out. It's voluntary. I have them do it themselves. The ceremony. All the guards watch. You, you, you do understand? That's some. That's, that's worse. <clears throat> well, Mister Mayor, this was the start of a very productive business relationship. You're producing bile, huh? <laughs> There's a market for it. I can hook you up with a person. No. It has just like <laughs> to stock just ramrod straight refuses <laughs> refuses to let this person get to him. Yes, we're gonna go check out our new home now. <laughs> and as you all leave this room, walking backwards, refusing to <laughs> give your back to the mayor, uh, and closing the door, lest he chomp us. Greetings, travelers, it's me, Winger the Gimbal, famous name bad, and welcome back to the Inn of the Seven Dice. Oh dear travelers, I've had one too many of the fancy drinks last night, and now I just want to sit back in my chair and watch some lovely reality television, like 90 Day Eldritch Patron, or The Real Orquires, or something like that, you know, just something trashy that I don't have to think about while I consume a copious amount of snacks and think about my life. Oh dear travelers, 
But we must talk about escaping Carcosa, for it is a brilliant time. First of all, I just want to say, we've had quite an influx of people joining us for the escaping Carcosas. And I must say, we welcome you here with open arms. We are very happy to have you here. I know we have been over on the TikTok, and people have been joining us from there. We have been putting off a number of the, the promotions through there, and people have been enjoying them. So, welcome, one and all. I do hope you enjoy the tale. Uh, but also, dear travelers, we've had another message come to us through Spotify. If you, dear traveler, wish to send us a, a message, a question, a comment, you can do so through the Spotify app. You can actually put them on each individual episode. Isn't that lovely? So you can send a whole bunch. It's real cool. Tell us your thoughts on the episode, your thoughts on the show. We always love to hear them. It makes us quite happy. All right. This one is from our dear traveler, Crosslayer. Chuffed to have heard my review last episode. Exclamation mark. I listen to these stories while I paint my latest set of white metal figurines. Definitely worth the five stars. Exclamation mark. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. It's quite the skill to paint those figurines. I myself tried my hand at it. Though my hands are a touch shaky and I am colorblind, but I do think they still showed up uh, and they look rather lovely. I'm uh, quite proud of them. I should put them up on a shelf sometime. But thank you very much for writing in. We always love hearing from you. And good luck with all that figurine painting. If you would like to hear more good stuff of Escaping Carcosa, Battle of the Seven Dice, be sure to check out our patron. It is Pay What You Want on Patreon. It is at www.patreon.com slash ballad, the number seven, and dice. Or one word, ballad seven dice. You can find on there, we have audio journals from our previous campaign. We have a number of one-shots that are exclusive to the Patreon. We have updates that are on there. You can even just follow for free, and you will see video updates on what's going on behind the scenes with ballad with the numerous projects we work on. We also have a number of different shows up on our YouTube. So if you want to go follow on there, we have The Lost Tower of Ambrosia, which is wrapping up its second season uh, just next week, I believe. And we have all sorts of goodies like a Lancer campaign that we wrapped up, a fully completed Dungeons & Dragons campaign that is three seasons long called Rise of Nyarlathotep, Mouse Ritter games, all sorts of good stuff, so go check it out, dear travelers. And if you wish for the audio versions, we have been, albeit slowly, uploading the audio versions of all our streamed games up onto the Patreon. I believe at the moment we have uploaded the entirety of Rise of Nealathotep, we have uploaded the Mouse Ritter game, as well as the Mothership games are all up there. Soon enough, we will have the Lancer ones. We've just been busy with art, dear travelers. Busy with art. All right, dear travelers, before I send you on your way, we cannot ignore our little cursed radio friend. Where did it go? Travelers, it was crawling around the ceiling last night, had little human fingers along the bottom with uh, sticky little pads on them, allowing it to crawl everywhere. Such a nuisance, because I... Oh, who dusts the ceiling? But now I see all these little fingerprints on the ceiling. How frustrating. Oh, there it is. Cursed Radio. 
We need a song from you, or probably an ad. Beyond the Furthest Stars, a story of excitement. And then I ride a, a missile back. <laughs> You're going to bullet bill your way to the shuttle? Yes. Within these audio files, you'll find creatures that terrify you. Oh, I see you are still angry. Shall I reinitiate the nerve gas? What the? And some characters that may or may not leave you scratching your head in confusion. Holly is going to uh, short out a little bit and say, Hey, I'm nobody's messenger boy, all right? I'm a delivery boy. And then explode violently. <laughs> Blast off with us beyond the furthest stars at oneuppodcast.com on the 1st and 15th of every month, or search for Beyond the Furthest Stars wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, dear travelers, there's nothing quite like an ad in the cursed radio. It just makes you feel all warm and fuzzy underneath the calluses on your feet and hands. All right, travelers, I've kept you here long enough. Let's send you on your way to enjoy the remainder of this tale. Be sure to take time for yourself and watch some things later on that do not require the brain. You can relax. I bid you all adieu. We go over to Loon. Loon, you are marching through the town. You feel good. You're feeling confident. Your hand hurts a little bit, but that's fine. As you're you're marching along, people are waving at you and smiling. Oh, hi there. They're, they're going on by. It's a lot of Carcosians, just NPCs of the town. And you make it up to this grand church. And uh, you, you see the, the symbol outside, the starburst with a set of smiling teeth on it as you... Pull open these large wooden doors, ready to find God. You open up the area, and you see in the church, off to the side, before this area was just filled with pews, there's a podium at the end of it, your classic sort of church gimmick, but uh, some of the pews have been cleared off on one side, and a little desk has been set up. And uh, you see the the streamer Smiley, who was helping leave messages before for other people, has a little desk set up there, and they they just have like a like Smiley station as they're they're trying to help out the citizens of the town. You do see Bernard Busybody is over at the podium. They are just like putting some books down on top of it as they turn towards you. Oh, hello, how are you? Where do I find Jesus? Oh, you're looking for the Jesus? Yeah. Oh, you won't won't find them here. Oh. We don't really do the whole elders chanting around you while you eat flesh and drink blood thing. We don't do that. We it seems a little bit much. We'd rather just sing a few songs and maybe talk about how we can uplift the community, that kind of thing. We yeah, it seems a little barbaric. Oh. I'm bleeding internally. Can I have a heal? Of course you can have a heal. But unfortunately, I seem to be locked in some cosmic battle with a with the deity of commerce. And it will cost you ten gold pieces. Oh. 
then. Sure. All right, here you are. And you, you press the button to accept it as 10 gold pieces leave your inventory and you are healed up to full and you feel good. Why is my trauma still here? <laughs> uh, let's have a seat over here. <laughs> you want to tell me about it? What happened? Oh no, I meant my hand, not my... Oh, so your hand is healed up. Don't worry about that. But something's weighing on your mind. I feel that there's a little bit of, little bit of pain. Is everything okay at home? The only thing weighing on my mind is the only IQ I have. I meant brain cell. You seem to look down on yourself, Loon. You seem like a wonderful person. I don't see why you must talk down to yourself. You should try to lift yourself up. I'm sure you're just waiting to, to blossom and go and change the world. That is true, I guess. Tell me, what what did you want to do with your life before uh, all of this, this adventuring? I kind of didn't know either. Why is that? Maybe because I just didn't plan it? Well, is there something you enjoy? Who knows? I think you would know, Loon. I think you would know. Hmm. I would know. Do you enjoy the sports? Or do you enjoy the academics? Reading a book? Well, I did get into law, so... Oh, the pursuit of law. Slapping your hand down on a table and pointing at people. Yes. Objection hearsay. Perfect, I love it. Why did you want to get into law, though? What drove you? Well, if any of my friends get arrested, I'd want to help. But the problem is, I don't have friends. Well, it sounds like you're at least halfway there, though. You want to help. What a kind soul you have. A beautiful heart. You stepped into law so that you could help others who are being on the downtrodden scale. How lovely, Loon. Oh, I did it for the money. That isn't what you were oh. saying before. Don't hide. Well, that is true. That one sounds better if I talk in an interview. It is good for an employer to hear, but it really depends. If you're gonna go for more of the shady large corporations, it's alright to say money. That is true. Well, Loon, I want you to go out there into the world. I want you to look at yourself and say, I deserve this. I am a good person, and I can make a difference. And I want you to try to make a difference, even if it's just a small one. Just for you. Little little something nice. Maybe buy some new clothes, or buy someone a meal. Just, just do something that feels nice for the day. And then Loon just says, yeah, and then walks away. He, d- he didn't say the thing <laughs> the guy wanted to say. <laughs> What's there, so... Loon, you're you're marching. Out. Are you just leaving the church? You do see like smileys there. Uh, you know, if anyone needs to leave messages or they need help, like uh, trying to get food, like that kind of stuff. Um, what would you like to do at the moment? Is there anywhere you want to go? Oh, I, I guess for Loon, he'll just try and f- go back to the party, but he might pass by someone. So you're you're walking out. You're, you step out into the town, and you're gonna go find your party you're sure that you can find them it's people walking with a dog shouldn't be that hard cat and a dog 
and you, uh, you're walking along, and you do see uh, Amber Guardian, the other luminous that you were traveling with, the cleric, the one who healed you when you had a giant hole in your stomach. Oh, Loon! Oh, hello. How's it going? It's been a while. Uh, uh, yeah, it's been, been a bit. Thank you for healing my insides. And you did it for free. Yeah, yeah, that's a uh, perk of the class. I can, <laughs> I can heal people, no charge. Uh... I guess the church is handy, save a spell slot, um, but yeah, no, I can, I can heal, yeah, it's nice. So what have you been oh. up to? I wish I saw you a while ago. I had to pay God to get a heal. Pay God? You mean Bernard? Yes. Oh, well, that's not, oh, it's a nice conversation at least, usually whenever I go. Oh, I lost 10 gold for a hand. Did you lose a hand? I just... Uh, it felt like it. For some reason, the only thing I can remember is stabbing myself, but I kind of forgot why. You party hard. Yeah, that's the weirdest hangover I've gotten in a long time. Yeah, I can't say I've ever stabbed myself when I got really drunk. Uh, ah, well, you know, teach their own, right? Well, I was surrounded by naked people dancing. Where were you? <laughs> what party were you at? We were not at the same party. I'm not sure. I just know that some skinnies or people without clothes dragged me into a cave and started dancing around me. A cave? There's no... Yeah. There's no caves in town. I can't remember everything, but there was a face going near me that looked like Chad. Big Jin. Chad? Is that, like, someone from outside of the game? Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Chad is, like, a really long... <laughs> yeah, like the, the <laughs> kind of thing? Yeah. Oh, Chad is someone that I... Actually, I forgot anyways. I'm in the game, so it's the game world. Hmm. Well, I mean, you you party hard. Uh, I guess, like, if you, you go to your, your like... Swinger parties, orgy parties, whatever, you know, that's cool. Like, hey, or even sometimes people just go to, like, those ones without clothes. They want to kind of live a little experience, be cool in their own skin. I don't know. But yeah, anyways, regardless of whatever it is you're doing, Loon, you do you. Uh, I'm going to go off to the marketplace to go buy some stuff. Uh, did you want to come with? Oh, I fear I might become broke if I go there. I'll just go back to my party for now. Well, that's my goal. Oh, that's your goal. Yeah, I'm gonna spend all my money and buy cool shit. Oh, maybe I should buy armor because I almost die a lot. Yeah, you can come with. Maybe next time. Oh, no, no. I want to talk to my team and the dog. Okay, yeah, you, you all are a wild bunch. All right. Have a good one. I'm the new dog. Bye-bye. <laughs> they give the most confused look a face made out of light can give. As they walk away waving at you. And you're all leaving the guild hall uh, rather hurriedly on two accounts. Yep. One, you just don't want to be there anymore. The other, you got a house. That's cool. And you do see Loon uh, marching at the beat of their own drum. Oh. Yes. We're no longer homeless. It might be haunted by the spirits of Eton players. <laughs> yeah. I have the power of light. But it acts more like a flashlight. Is that gonna help? Yeah. That's enough. We'll at least be able to see the mangled spirits of the mayor's victims. 
We gotta, we gotta make sure, you know, we gotta cover up the murder in our own house because we don't want to solve it. You guys seem like you had it rough. What happened? It was horrible, Loon. <laughs> Never meet the mayor, Loon. You sit there. You can go say hi. Oh, the mayor. Aren't they usually nice guys in the, like, fantasy world? I'm not saying he's not nice. Oh. But he's horrible. An odd combination. Well, can't wait to meet him. The dog barks. <laughs> and excitedly is running around you. Yeah. Yes. Din, din, din. Yeah, house. Hell yeah. Woo. Uh, pee on a bush. So you march on over. Uh, it doesn't take very long. You find this this house. It looks... uh. It, it's a single-story house, but it's very wide. Like it's, you know, like a, it looks like it has a, a lot of room in it. There is a little fence outside of it that could use a little bit of TLC. As a, and like the the lawn itself is slightly overgrown. The uh, house itself looks like it's in more or less good shape. The shingles are good, all that kind of stuff. It's you know slanted roof, and you go up to it and you're you're opening up. The, the house as it slowly creaks open you look inside and it's like no one's been here for a while the inside of the house the the opening area it just opens immediately into what appears to be like the living room space is there furniture yeah the, there's furniture a lot of it's, it's all covered in like cloths right like uh, like big mm -hmm. cloths are put over everything so like you see what looks to be like couches chairs there's a table. Uh, you can see, like, through one door, like, there's a kitchen there. And there's, you know, there's a hallway with a number of other doors for bedrooms. I just look at everybody else and just being like, we just achieved the millennial dream. Free house! <laughs> the dog is in there. It just passes by. All right. So you all excitedly rush in there, claiming rooms, finding things, taking off tarps, realizing you're going to have to do a bit of uh, a bit of shopping. The whale comes by, the delivery whale, and it has a giant door like in its its uh, mm -hmm. mouth as it's carrying it. And the door's like, as <clears throat> <laughs> it's, it's being carried along. Some people are staring as it's like ejecting this door at the front of the house, just like leaning it over and just going back to where you all are. And we will end our session on this happy note. Escaping Carcosa is brought to you by the Ballad of the Seven Dice Network. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram by searching Ballad of the Seven Dice. Supporting our Patreon helps us pay for the show such as hosting, equipment, and additional content for you to enjoy. Our Patreon is Pay What You Want and contains behind-the-scenes updates, audio dramas, one-shots, and more. You can also head over to iTunes and Spotify and leave us a five-star review. Every review helps us fight against the horrors of the algorithm. Until next time, dear travelers, keep an eye out for the yellow sign.